greatest show on earth is back live right now. Welcome. This is uh, the Dusty Smith Show, and I'm your host, handsome, humble Dusty Smith. And I feel like amazingly humble tonight about this show, about the kick in the fucking nuts for you guys. As always, got a banger for you guys tonight. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. You're obviously wonderful people with incredibly good taste. For those of you just joining me for the first time ever, this is the fastest-paced, most entertaining news comedy program in the history of mankind. Nine out of ten Dusties agree. The tenth Dusty is a dick. Don't listen to him. What the fuck are you guys saying in the chat? Let's see what the poor's are saying. Woo! Hell yeah! Getting my Ric Flair on, but not in the rapey way. You know, Ric Flair kind of a kind of a douchebag, but gotta love the woos. Best show on earth. Get every live. Roses Paul, how you doing? Tired of smoke? Want to smoke if you got them? I can't smoke because uh. I don't want to be all high and shit for the show. I got to be sharp and on the ball. Everyone say hi to me. What's up, visit? Good to see you, Parker Aguirre. How you doing? Humble Dust is the greatest on earth. I know, right? You know what makes the show so amazing? My humility. Most humble motherfucker to ever live. My humility only equaled by my handsomeness. I'm poor and I'm proud. You and me both. That one stuff. This show is so good. I've started watching regularly now. You oughta. Do not miss an episode. You guys need to start tuning in live. You guys just watching the replay. I mean, that's okay. Better than nothing. But you should be catching this show live because, like, the audience is half the fucking fun. We have a really fucking funny audience. And you got to jump in with your jokes and shit to entertain us all. Show us your hilarity. Make new friends. Amazing. Hey, Dusty. What's up, Mad Hatter? Folks, if you love my show, then you ought to. Please consider supporting me on Patreon, patreon.com, for says Kikast. I'm only making $1,631 a month. It's a travesty. So if you love what I do, um, chip in a dollar or two, whatever you can afford. A lot of the money goes to all these cats you see running around behind me and the dogs. We rescue kittens that are about to be euthanized and dogs that are about to be euthanized. And we give forever homes, make them fat and happy. And you guys support this, so you're amazing. Uh, we don't make any money from advertisement. I don't uh, sell anything. I don't shill for products. The only way I make money on this show is through the patrons and through the super chat. So if you like what I do, please consider supporting me. I really appreciate it. And also, super chats! The lifeblood of the show is the super chats. I read every one. You could immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. Amen. Through the super chats. Uh, we only have one so far. Gonna miss the live show. No forgiveness, but you gave me $5, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you can also become a dust buddy for $2.99 a month, which gives you customized emojis to spend the chat with. And hit the like button, fuckos. There's only 279 people watching right now, which is low, but it'll, it'll catch on in a minute. People are slow. You slow motherfuckers better hurry up and log on. But hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Help us out. Got a little Misty over here. Miss Misty, you want to come say hello, Miss Misty? This is where all your money goes to these sweet little babies. Misty rubbing all up against me because she loves her daddy. Ain't that right, Miss Misty? You love your daddy. Your daddy pretty cool. You little purring motherfucker. You purring motherfucker. Haven't had a kitty party in a couple weeks, but we're going to do a kitty party at the end of the show. So uh, stay tuned for that at the end. All right. Michael B. gave me $9.99. Thank you, Michael B. Good to see you tonight. Beast Nation. Broke as fuck. But not too broke to send a little cash your way. Nate Dog said it best. Nobody does it better. Thank you, Beast Nation. Good to see you tonight. Alex, 499, thank you for all the last of the years. And thank you for helping me jump off the religious cliff and embrace atheism in 2013. You rule, hell yeah. That used to be the shit back in the day. But we moved on to leftist politics because it's so fun and easy to make fun of conservatives. And uh, we love to do it here on the show. What else support? Dusty, you should have saw the chat 
On the Young Turk stream, the spam bots were tearing up that chat up. Not surprised. Spam bots gonna spam. Uh, I have a Misty. Cool. When weather is good, could you broadcast from the kennel? Yeah, I need to go out there and do it. I bought me a camera specifically to go out there and do it, and I haven't done it yet because I've been lazy. Sorry, but I'll work on it. All right, hit the like button, everybody. Let's go ahead and jump into the show. Folks, for those of you who tune in regularly, you know that I do a religious bullshit segment first on just about every show. But uh, the last couple weeks, I have not been doing it because the lazy asshole that I steal my content from, Hemet Meta from the Friendly Atheist, decided... He's going to move his fucking whole uh, blog to a new website, and he been, like, slacking. And so somebody contacted me, and they said, Dusty, did you know him at Meta's blog is actually back? And you've been claiming it's not back, but it is back? So I was like, all right, let me look. So I go to his fucking bullshit, right? Here's him at Meta's bullshit. And uh, click on, oh, you went with Only Sky Media. I'll click on it, and then, boom, this shit pops up. Where your shit, him at Meta? So apparently he is back, but he ain't making it easy to find for some reason, uh, which is unacceptable him at Meta. How am I going to steal all of the work you do if you don't make it easy for me? Better get your shit together, him at Meta. But anyway, I actually found his new blog, and he got some stuff to share, so we're going to start it right off with some religious bullshit. Wrote a little song about it. If you'd like to sing about it, sing along with me, because here it goes. It goes something like, Religious bullshit, religious bullshit, religious bully, bully, bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It is time for religious bullshit. Now it. Fuck yeah, I'm hyped tonight. And first off on religious bullshit, Jerry Falwell Jr. You remember Jerry Falwell Jr.? I'm the one who broke this story, folks. Me, and of course the other journalist who covered it before I did, but me, mostly me, about how Jerry Falwell, who was the president of the largest Christian college in the world, basically, uh, was uh, fucking his pool boy? Yeah, him and his wife having like three ways, and he letting his his uh, wife get banged out by the pool boy, uh, and he watching, he over in the corner, uh, I want to say cuck, because uh, whatever your kink is, it's fine with me, if you cuck, that's cool. I don't use cuck unironically, um, but apparently he kind of a cuck a little bit, I guess. A real-life cuck. He likes to jack it in the corner. Uh, why his wife get bangs up pull away, which is fine. That's fine. It, the problem is not that he likes watching his uh, wife take it uh, from the pool boy. The problem is he is a giant fucking hypocrite that led a university that had uh, anti-gay rules, anti-premarital sex rules, anti-drinking rules, uh, and just shit on anybody in their school who tried to uh, live their life in an adult way that they felt that they wanted to. They was like, no, no, do as we say, not as we do. And uh, so then, yeah, he paid off the pool boy. They gave the pool boy, you know, uh, what is it, a couple million dollars. They bought him a hotel and shit. They're like, don't tell everybody that we like to watch you bang our wife and shit. And then, of course, she also uh, blew another one of the students. This is the only sex things we know about. They probably did all kinds of stuff, walking around the campus, just banging out any of the students who let them in their drawers or whatnot. But she was like, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a MILF now. I didn't get a lot of attention when I was like younger. I got married young, and now I got all these hot young boys who think I'm a MILF, and uh, we have power in the school, so we're going to abuse our power and have sex with the young'uns. Anyway, he went public this week, and he goes, you know what the real problem is? I'm not even religious. Everybody thinks I'm religious because my last name is Falwell, and I'm really not. Uh, yeah. 
That's because you continuously went public and uh, spread Christianity bullshit. You used your position to stump for Donald Trump and gave him that evangelical vote. You have uh, laid down these ancient fucking laws in your school that are anti-gay and anti-premarital sex and anti-drinking. You've done everything you can to spread Christianity and uh, make money off your daddy and his religious ass names. So yeah, that's sort of why people think you're fucking religious, but he was like, let's see what he has to say here. Um, It's almost like I didn't have a choice. Falwell went on because of my last name. People think I'm a religious person, but I'm not. My goal was to make them realize I was not my dad. You literally never tried to make anybody think you weren't religious. You rode that goddamn hoopty to the fucking wheels fell off, motherfucker. You made millions of dollars off your daddy's last name, pretending to be a Christian every step of the fucking way. Now you're going to play the victim. I can't believe everybody thought I was religious just because my last name is Falwell and I was the president of the largest religious school in the world. Uh, Yeah, dipshit. No fucking shit. And next up, our religious bullshit. So I used to live and go to school in Ridgeland, Mississippi, outside Jackson, Mississippi, the capital. And uh, apparently there is no separation of church and state in Mississippi. Shockingly, because the Mississippi mayor said he's going to withhold funds from the library unless they get rid of LGBTQ books that he didn't like. Yeah, you can't do that, dude. All right, you are not in charge of what the library puts out or what books people have access to, but he thinks he is. There is a battle brewing in religion, Mississippi, over whether LGBTQ plus literature should be available in the public library, and naturally, Jesus is involved. The controversy centers around Mayor Gene McGee, who recently withheld a $110,000 payment to the Madison County Library System, roughly 5% of its yearly budget. When the library system's director, Tanja Johnson, inquired about the money, she was told that McGee wouldn't release it unless the system purged its shelf of all homosexual materials. He explained his opposition to what he called homosexual materials in the library, that it went against his Christian beliefs. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Uh, your beliefs go against everything I stand for, but you get to still be the mayor. That's kind of how it works. And because you got you got voted in. That's a democracy, dude. And that he would not release the money. As the long, as as the long, that's not not properly written. As long as the materials were there, need a spell checker there. Whoever wrote this, the library director said. The director then explained to the mayor that the library system, as a public entity, was not a religious institution. I explained that we are a public library and we serve the entire community. I told him our collection reflects the diversity of our community. Johnson said. Apparently, the mayor was unmoved. He told me that the library can serve whoever we wanted, but that he only serves the great Lord above. Yeah, I don't give a shit what your imaginary friend says. The Bible. If any book was going to be banned from the library, and I don't want this to happen, but if any book was awful and uh, led to people doing horrible fucking bullshit, it would be the Bible. That's the one that should be banned. But don't ban anything. It's fine. Leave it alone. I want people to read the Bible as much as they possibly can because when you read it, you realize how much bullshit it is. Not that I'll make you an atheist faster than actually reading the Bible. You should try it. Mayor dipshit. And uh, next up, our religious bullshit. Shane Vaughn! MAGA pastor Shane Vaughn, folks! He paid $25 a piece. For 10 silver coin. No, no, they're $250 a piece. Sorry, I'm wrong. He spent, uh, what, $2,500 
$250 a piece on 10 silver coins featuring Donald Trump. But don't worry, folks. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is a scam. These things are absolutely fucking worthless. And he's just a con man trying to get idiots to uh, buy this shit so he can pump and dump. (laughs) A Christian would never be a scam artist. What are you guys thinking? Let's listen to his uh, truthful advertising for these super valuable coins. I am one of the few. Let's Let's start over. Make it big. Got to see this guy's head all big. Look at this fucking watermelon dome this motherfucker has. Go. I am one of the few human beings on earth that holds in my hand what I'm about to show you. I am so excited about it. Officially, official money, God's money, (laughs) real MS-70. Why God need money? What the fuck? Isn't he all-powerful? I'm sorry to think your God might not be omniscient or some shit, dude. Silver Eagle coin. This is not a doubloon. This is not. This is the real. It's the only government money, official money in the world with my president on it. My president. Look how beautiful that is definitely cool i bought 10 of these mm. look at that with that american flag behind yeah, our president terrible i bought 10 of these mm-hmm. and i bought them for 250 dollars a piece what a bargain and now some of them are already selling for a thousand dollars they're not on ebay liar oh i tell you what this is going to be priceless one day. Priceless, folks. Yeah, this coin that's worth about, I don't know, a dollar that I pay $250 for. Priceless. It's going to be just as priceless as NFTs will be in 10 years. Quote me on that shit. And yeah, see this one? QAnon conspiracy theorist and self-proclaimed prophet. Johnny In-Law wants you to know that I know it seems like Trump doesn't have any power whatsoever. I know that it's obvious that Biden is the president and uh, all the laws and things that are being done are being done through the Biden administration, but oh yeah, of little faith, that's bullshit. Donald Trump is actually still the real president in heaven, even though you can't see it, even though it has no relation to reality on our, where we're living right now, it doesn't matter because the spiritual realm, yo. From heaven's standpoint, Trump is the number one government official on planet Earth. Okay. He is the president, Ooh. not just of the United States. He is God's president for <laughs> Earth oh. at this time. God, he's a president. But a son- the, the all-powerful being needs a president, yet he didn't get reelected, and he has no power. So, uh, your God's a moron? Okay, continue. I mean, people like, when is he going to be there? In this, the seat where Biden is, is is way less important than people know. At some point, yes, he's going to, that seat will uh, will be back officially where it's supposed to. I don't know the timing of it. Um, I had no idea of the full picture, the full range of everything that needed to be corrected and then brought into alignment with the kingdom of God. When I was getting the original prophetic words on it, all I, my initial stuff was the world will be known as before and after Trump when he comes in. And I was even looking at my prophetic word from four years ago. It's going to be an eight-year operation 
for 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 that to for that to happen. And so when we when we understand that there are people that are not just more powerful than the president of the United States, um, they're more pre- they're more powerful than the United States is right now. That's right, folks. Don't worry. Still all happening. Still all coming true. Trump actually more powerful than the president of the United States. It's actually good that he lost. It's all part of God's wacky ass plan. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just uh, believe us because we're prophets and shit. And uh, last up on religious bullshit, Stella Emanuel is back. You guys might remember this lady. She's the uh, demon semen lady who claimed that witches and demons have sex with you in dreams and kind of spunk inside you with their little dream demon babies and impregnate you with demons. And sh- I don't know. I don't understand. But uh, she's the one you might remember uh, that President of the United States Donald Trump retweeted and said that uh, she was very impressive. Super impressive. Yeah, why wouldn't the leader of the free world be retweeting this complete fucking nut job? Let's have a listen. Just a new theory, folks. Do you know that if you get in a car accident, it's your own fault? If a drunk driver hits you and kills you, it's your own fault. Because you weren't faithful enough. You didn't have a good enough relationship with God. Because nobody who has a good relationship with God ever is in any kind of accident. So uh, you might say that she's blaming the victim. Hell no, there are no victims, just motherfuckers who don't believe enough. There are people that drink, drive drunk, and then they, they cause an accident, they hit somebody on the on the road in an accident, and this person is now maybe paralyzed, or the person lost a family member, and maybe their dad ended up dying in an accident, and that just ricocheted over every member of the family, he was a provider. At the end of the day, it's they're like, oh God, how could you let this happen to me? God did not let it happen to you. Mm. A drunk driver did. Mm-hmm. If you were connected to God and if you were in 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 God's um, secret place, oh, I want to be God's then what place. God would do in that situation Sounds is naughty. that He will warn you so that you will not be at that place at that time when that drunk driver is passing by. If you are connected to God, He will give you dreams and revelations that you will pray so that at that time that day that drunk driver will not be in a position to meet you on the street. There are people that dream. Right, folks. Just makes sense. If you're properly connected to God, he's going to communicate you in the best possible way that an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing being would communicate with us through dreams. You would be like, oh, hey, I just had a dream that uh, I'm going to get hit by a drunk driver today. Better stay my ass at home. And then you don't go out and you don't get hit. So 100% of you who died from drunk drivers or pretty much in any accident, psh, should have believed in God more. It's your own fault, fucking heathens. Enjoy hell. It's hot as shit there. And all right, that's my religious bullshit. We did it. We did it. Let's check the Super Chats real fast. Tim, my dust buddy, hell yeah. Good to see Jesse Greenwald. He is getting rid of all the LGBTQIA plus books because the temptation to check them out for the mayor would be too great. Are you saying he's gay? No way that could be true. Jag1399, please never stop doing this show. I need it to get through the week. Hey, thank you, Jag. As long as you guys keep supporting it, I will do it forever and ever and ever, because why not? You hear Blair White has been on Rogan's podcast. Um, I'm not surprised. Didn't I cover that already? I think I covered that on the show already, but sh- not shocked at all. Joe Rogan having all the right-wing chuds on there. He'll have uh, the right-wing propagandist for CRT on there to misrepresent the work of the professors who write books about it, but we want to actually have the professors on there talk about it. Because Joe Rogan, a shitty-ass shill. 
He leaned hard into that conservative grift. Hugh Allen, there was a false rumor Barry Menlo pulled his music from Spotify. Thank God I don't have to stream his music. Putting for seven in the show to support. I know, right? Not a fan of Barry Menlo. But hey, if you did it, that'd be good. I'm poor, but long time Lucy Dusty. This is half heartless heathen. The guy that set up your Discord years ago. Hey, what's up, Justin? Hey, it's still up. We're using it mostly for gaming, but I appreciate your work. Um, all right, anything else? Nothing else. All right, hit the like button, everybody. Hit it. Do it. Only half of you have done it, which makes the other half of you um, sh- demons, the kind of people that would show up in the dreams of unsuspected people and uh, sh- put your spunk inside their bellies. So don't do that. Hit the like button, everybody. And, all right, let's move on. Got a ton of shows still for you guys tonight. Look at all this shit to cover. Holy fuck. How do I do it? It's almost like the show writes itself. Next up, got to do a little section I like to call Trash World. Trash World. Dumpster Fire, Hellish Trash World. Trash World. And first off, on the Trash World, NFTs. God damn it. They everywhere, folks. They taking the world by storm. Shitty, shitty storm. Uh, so, uh, apparently there's this company called Meundes, who is supposed to be all for the environment and shit. We are... Uh, environmentally conscious buy our underwear i guess they have like a subscription-based underwear service i don't know i just bought all my underwear from walmart in the bargain bin you know like a normal poor but apparently they're out there bragging about how much money they paid for their stupid bored ape nft and i'm glad to see people pushing back against this shit i'm glad to see this is not considered cool but most people but it's considered cringe, which is exactly what the fuck it should be considered. So we couldn't keep this primate, sorry, private that no one gives a shit. You paid a couple hundred thousand dollars for this ugly ass bullshit. And uh, those who know, NFTs are bad for the environment, as is crypto as a whole. Crypto actually makes mining for the crypto coins, whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, needlessly energy inefficient. To make it super expensive so that less people do it and it's more of a pain in the ass and more costly. Um, so it's bad. It's bad, folks. And even beyond that, it's a scam. They're pumping up in this shit. They're using it to uh, you know, siphon money off. And also, uh, they're doing it as a uh, status symbol just to show how much money they can throw away. In a time where wealth inequality is as great as it's ever been, people suffering, homelessness is well, at a record levels, uh, people going bankrupt because they can't pay their medical bills, all-time records, uh, food insecurity, running rampant. And these motherfuckers want to just show us that they can burn money on nothing and shit in our fucking eyeballs about it and ask us to love it. Don't you love it? Don't you love how we're wasting all this money on absolutely nothing just to show that we can? <laughs> yeah, worship us. Uh, no, no. E-dicks in a bad way. And so people are actually fighting back. Mad Hatter says, an easy walkthrough on how to cancel your subscription to MeUndies. And lots of people commenting are like, yeah, well, I'm done. I'm out. I don't want to support your company anymore, as you should. It's like... Half the comments are from Bored Ape fanboys or people who also waste the money on Bored Apes going, yeah, welcome to the fam. Welcome, fam. Just cringy as fuck shit. The other half are like, okay, well, I'm done with your company. But it's amazing how people who wasted money on this shit as a status symbol are all wanting to jump on each other's jock to suck each other's dick about uh, how they're so proud that they all wasted the same amount of money together. 
You'd love to see it, at least. I'd love to see people turning on these assholes. I want to see more of it. And speaking of giant, horrendous trash humans cashing in on the NFT scam, who's shocked to see Gwyneth Paltrow do it? Good God. Has there ever been a more annoying fucking human being, a worthless piece of trash, than Gwyneth Paltrow? Just scamming people out of her money, out of their money, like selling jade eggs to put up in your vagina that, I don't know, cleanses your vag chakra. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. It's just a grift, ignorant people out of more money, which seems to be working. So let's see the big reveal of this uh, stupid fucking picture that she paid $200,000 for that she doesn't even own the copyright to. She literally bought a receipt like a number on the internet. That's all she bought was the bragging rights. So here's the big reveal. <gasps> oh my God, here we go. Oh, oh my God, it has blonde hair. Oh, oh what? Oh, oh my God, blue eyes. Wow, wow. Life-changing shit. You garbage fucking human. <sighs> God damn it. And uh, then folks, there was one of the most uncomfortable segments in the history of late-night television. It's almost like Jimmy Fallon did a focus group trying to figure out how to become even more unlikable than he already is. And they were like, hey, I know what you could do, Jimmy Fallon. Have Paris Hilton on, who is also extremely fucking unlikable, and then uh, brag about how you guys spent $200,000 on a JPEG and act like it's cool and you guys are somehow awesome for doing it. And uh, then, what well, what you need to do is, you need to print out the JPEG, and you need to paste it to a blackboard, because your audience obviously won't know what the fuck you guys are even talking about. So you have to show them. So, they were roundly, roundly roasted for this horrific bullshit, and I'm so glad to see it. They should have been. Watch how cringy yeah. this fucking shit is. Good God, Jimmy Fallon. I, I got I, I jumped in. I know, I heard. I'm I, so happy I taught you what they were. You did. You taught me what's <laughs> up and then I bought an ape. I got an ape too, because I saw you on the show with people and you said you got a moon pay, so I went and I copied you and did the same thing. You did? Mm-hmm. This is your this That's is your my, ape. Yeah, we debuted. It's really cool. It's really cool. The hat, the shade. The hat. Yay! Now, why, how Because you can pick your 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 ape. Yes, uh-huh. I was going through a lot of them, and I was like, I want something that like kind of reminds me of me, but I, I, this one, it's it does. I think we we made like another version of it where he takes the hat off and blonde hair comes out. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, because you can do now whatever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Animated version. We're part of the same. We're part of the same oh, community. We're yes. both apes. I love it. Uh, here, my this is my ape. I love it. Yours is so cool. I love the red heart sunglasses. I love the captain hat. It reminded me of me a little bit because I wear striped shirts. Mm-hmm. I've worn these heart sunglasses because my daughters, just as a joke, they have them. And I, as a joke, I put them on. So I've done this. And I love Yacht Rock and being breezy. So I'm like, yeah. That kind of, and yeah. I like the blue. Mm-hmm. Dude, look at us. They look like they could be friends. They're buddies. <laughs> yeah. They look exactly the fucking same. It's almost like you two idiots spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on fucking nothing. And now you're trying to pretend like you're cool about it. How are you doing, fellow kids? Just no, no Jimmy Fallon, but at least people are shitting on him for it. And good. 
The, the cool thing is, is that I know they bought these things as investments. These rich assholes can never have enough money. So they're like, hey, we could just hype these things up and make them more popular and uh, they'll be worth more money, but you're actually making it less cool. So it'll be like worthless in fucking 10 years. So hopefully you'll go bankrupt, you stupid sons of fucks. And next up, on Trash World. What we got? Oh yeah, folks. So crypto collapsing like a motherfucker. I had not checked it today. I'm assuming it's still collapsing. Let's see what Bitcoin is at. Bitcoin. Let's see. Oh, way, way down, way down. Another down another 125 today. Another 0.33%. So bad. So you guys might remember that like a couple weeks ago at the height of Bitcoin, uh, the fuck's this guy's name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, fuck. Ben Affleck's friend, Matt Damon. Matt Damon uh, was out there making a commercial trying to talk people into jumping in at the height of cryptocurrency, and then it collapsed right after he did his commercial. So people lost their life fucking savings because Matt Damon decides uh, he don't have a fuck enough money. He's got a show for bullshit. So, yeah, here's a good meme. The financial economy, fake, made up, fictional. The crypto economy is double fake, double made up, and uh, double fictional. Featuring Matt Damon. So, yeah. Buy the dip, morons. Hey, some of you will make money. A few of you. The rest of you. Uh, good luck. And speaking of bullshit NFTs. Few people on planet Earth have fallen further, faster than David Silverman. Used to be a atheist icon, hero to us. Used to go on Bill O'Reilly and smack Bill O'Reilly down with some good secular logic. And now just a dumpster human. So he's decided to get in on the NFT grift. Cause he broke, yo. He got fired from his jobs for, uh, you know, having affairs with his employees' wives and getting special jobs for his mistress and shit. You know, uh, stuff you don't really want to do if you want to keep your job. And now, folks, he is a right-wing shithead. As hard as he possibly can fucking be. So you guys might remember this image of him. Uh, used to be viral. I guess it sort of still is. But it's a real popular meme of him looking at Bill O'Reilly confused. Like, what the fuck did you just say? So, uh, shockingly, he does not own the rights to this picture. This picture was created by an artist. But it has his face in it. So I guess he assumes, hey, uh, I own this now. That's the way copyright works, doesn't it? It's a picture of me, so I own it. Uh, no, no, you don't. So he decided, hey, uh, I own this picture that some other artist wrote, and I'm not going to give him any money or anything. I'm just going to sell it as an NFT. And so they contacted the guy who uh, actually created it, and he was like, yeah, I'm not for this, David Silverman. Do not sell my artwork like it's yours. So we'll see. David Silverman might get sued if anybody buys it. I think he's asking $6,000 for a... Uh, this picture that literally any of us save link as save. Hey, I got it. I just got that picture right there. Look, boom. I have this picture now. So don't you want to pay $6,000 to do exactly what I just did for free? Sure you do, dummies. Pay up. And uh, God damn it. I know this seems kind of petty. I admit sometimes I'm a small man, but I am so sick of these online social media accounts trying to be cool, that I'm going to stop eating at their food restaurants. I'm going to stop eating their products. 
I'm going to boycott them because it's so silly and cringe. So Elon Musk is like, I will happy eat a Happy Meal on TV if McDonald's accepts Dogecoin. Okay, that's so stupid. Elon, Dump, Elon Musk loves the pump and dump. That's one of the uh, biggest scammers on the planet. Elon Musk does some good things, done a couple good things, but he's also a giant piece of shit scam artist who steals other people's stuff and resells it and takes government subsidies and then shits on the government. And, uh, you know, he's just a conservative chud in the worst possible fucking way. And then Burger King's like, only a king knows what to coin do. No, no, I'm never eating Burger King again. Fuck. Hey, Burger King, you just lost me as a customer. And not because I don't have a problem with Burger King's food. It tastes okay. But, nah. Not, not gonna reward the stupidity anymore. And then Slim Jim, tell him, King. No, no to all of you, and your trash bullshit. This makes me not like you, Burger King. Massive fail. And uh, then there's this story. So at first, I had a different opinion about this. So actor Peter Dinklage, the Dink, heard that Disney was remaking Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And he was like, I'm disappointed. I am disappointed in Disney for making Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Said, I was a little taken back by the fact they were very proud to cast Latino actors as Snow White. But you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Take a step back and look at what you're doing there. It makes no sense to me. So first I was like, I like Dink. Love this dude. Loved him in Gang of Thrones, like everything he's been in. Amazing actor, this dude is a good actor. Cool dude. But I was thinking, what's your problem, Dink? Like, uh, Snow White is an old fairy tale. They've been telling this story forever. Why you got a fucking problem with it? I think it's a little overboard. That's my first thoughts. But then, like, what I like to do is this. I like to be like, uh... Okay, let me put myself in this other person's shoes before I form an opinion and see if they have a different view on it because of their life experience that might shade how they feel about something. And putting myself in their shoes might change my opinion. So I started trying to think about it from his point of view. And uh, apparently the characters in The Seven Dwarves had been used to uh, ridicule and mock people who have dwarfism. Growing up, I guess one of the main things that uh, one of the main, I guess, ways they made fun of. Not just Peter Dinklage, but uh, I guess everybody that has dwarfism uh, is to like, oh, oh, what are you dopey? Are you sleepy? Are you bitch? Which one of the dwarves are you? It's like it's been used to like make fun of them. Right. I guess it kind of be like, remember, uh, uh, let me see if I can show you guys. Disney used to have these old racist cartoons. Disney cartoons. Um, yeah, remember these old racist Disney cartoons? Not that, this one. Remember these? Yeah, they were just racist as fuck. So I guess to him, it's kind of like, it, it's like if you guys brought this stuff back. This stuff that was used to make fun of black folks and to uh, ostracize them and put them down and Bring this back for a new generation. That's kind of how I feel about it. And so I guess I can kind of understand where he's coming from. This person wrote a whole thread about it. Uh, the animated cartoon Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was released in 1937 and was Disney's first full-length animated feature. It was blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, I kind of understand. I'm not going through the whole thing. But I kind of get where he's coming from. What do you guys think? 
Embrace the dwarves. Okay. I guess we'll see what Disney does with it. Maybe Disney will do it in a different way. But I can kind of understand if somebody's been made fun of and this has been used to ridicule them, how they wouldn't want to see this come back. Because uh, usually when people with dwarfism are featured in movies and stuff, they're comedy relief. They're used as the butt of a joke and to make fun of. Or like, you know, they're like either Oompa Loompas or they're like uh, the Lollipop Guild on Wizard of Oz or, you know, or they're dwarves or something. They're rarely featured as actual human beings with, you know, feelings and thoughts and lives that are just not the butt of your joke. So I can kind of understand where he's coming from. And Ben Shapiro, of course, Ben Shapiro, wondering, I can't believe they cast a Latina as Snow White. Her name has Snow White right in it. It just don't make no sense. Now, first off, maybe I'm strange and different, but like growing up and hearing the term Snow White, I never for once thought, oh, they're talking about a white lady with the name Snow White. I always assumed that Snow White was a reference to her purity. You know, like pure as the driven snow. And what is the most purest form of snow? It's when it's white because it's not have mud in it or piss or shit. It's just falling from the sky and it's as white as it could be. So it's pure white. It's snow white means pure, right? I never assumed it was about her race. But according to Ben Shapiro, no, y'all. Snow white is all about her race. She can't have a Latina because that's weird and confusing to you, Ben. So that's good. Meanwhile, apparently, we are going to get the politically correct version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves if Peter Dinklage has his way. So Peter Dinklage is, of course, the uh, the actor from Game of Thrones, and, and he was in uh, one of the Avengers movies, Avengers Endgame, I think. And um, and he's very angry at Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. He calls it a an effing back. I don't even think it was uh, Avengers. Wasn't it Thor Ragnarok? I think he was in the Thor movie, wasn't he? Was it in game? I don't know. They all get confusing to me. Ward's story. He said, there's a lot of hypocrisy going on. Literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White. We were still, still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Okay, so, I mean, I, I'm glad that he's allowed to say it. It is sort of bizarre that, that the, the story is, is about a woman literally named Snow White, but it's a Latina actress. I mean, that, that, it's strange. I mean, you can, you can say it's a little counterintuitive casting but it's not it's not wait till he finds out that black sabbath isn't a band full of black people oh no what how could this be how could you have a latina snow white just don't mean it makes complete sense dude she's pure pure as the driven snow at least he makes pure but uh you know it'll be confusing to the kids what are the kids gonna think when you call this one snow white and then let's say hypothetically that it's a latina actress and then they're like mom mom how can this woman on the screen who they're calling Snow White is not white? It, I'm confused, Mom. I'm confused. The, the whole world doesn't make sense. Think of the children. Think of the children. God damn it. Ben Shapiro, always stupid, all the time. Never lets up. And this one. Folks, have you ever been in the park and saw your friend and thought to yourself, hey, I'm going to run over and slide tackle the ankle of my friend. I'm going to just run over and kick him in his ankle with both feet as hard as I fucking can as a prank. What's the worst that could happen? Well, of course you're not. Of course you have never thought that. 
because you're not brainless? Warning! Bad things are about to happen. Look away! Look away. Don't watch this. So, uh, here's this dude. And he like, hey, there's a buddy of mine. <laughs> well, it would be so funny if I just, uh, slide right into his buffies on his little thin ankle. I'm sure it'll be fine. Is this about control? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's going to live forever now. That kind of shit never heals. You have just drastically changed that dude's life for fucking ever. But hey, at least you got a prank video on it. At least you got a prank video. So cool on you. You are not a good friend. And all right, that's my trash world. Let's check the super chats real quick. See what the poor's are saying. What you saying, poor's? What the poor saying? It's scrolling so fast. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it. Do it. Or I hate you. Uh, man, bud. That was better than jackass. That is a low bar. What a scumbag. Yes. Yes. Bruh. I know, right? Mm. Is the Latino side made from yellow snow? That's racist. Uh, he could play dopey. That's also racist. That's not racist. Heightist? Dwarfist? I don't know. I know you're supposed to call them little people now, not dwarves. Which makes sense. Like, it used to be like, uh, growing up, we would call them midgets. But you're not supposed to call them midgets. Because it's really easy to understand why you're not supposed to call them midgets. Because, like, if, uh, if you call somebody else a name that doesn't have that condition as an insult. Like, we just call, like... When you're making fun of short people about Kanaz Grant, we call them midgets, even though they didn't have dwarfism or anything. If, if that's an insult, then it's also an insult to the person that has that disorder. Very easy to understand. So then they, I guess, they were calling them dwarfs, but that was also, you know, an insult. And so now they call them little people because that just makes sense. You know, that applies to so many different people. And I, they should just be called people, I guess, but I guess you have to uh, distinguish if you're talking about that in a certain context. So that's the uh, the correct term i suppose dwarves are a DD race yes but i think they do call it dwarfism right i'm not mistaken about that right or am i am i mistaken a midget is different than a dwarf okay i don't know you're not supposed to use any of those words period so what about a humunculus is that the same thing i'm a damn short art i can't talk i'm only like five eight been called a midget all my life people say oh my god your hands are so small dusty you had midget digits and i was like that is not correct i have little people digits get that shit right kylie the gearbox in the original version of snow white the princess the prince rapes her and leaves this story in the past yeah rapey as shit hey she passed out asleep let me just uh get all up in that it's romantic yo why does Disney lead to a Snow White remake anyway? I'm siding with Dinkage. Screw Disney because they're out of ideas. They had to remake everything because that's where the money is. Do old memes over and over again. Real racists don't think Shapiro is white. The fuck? Little Dan Shapiro, he's not white. Technically, he is Jewish, which according to them is different. Jonathan Gordon, 399. Thank you, Jonathan. E, what's up? E, gave me $50. E. We need to figure out a way to fleece these rich idiots. I, for one, can sleep coming... Yeah, I know, right? We need to find some kind of... Uh, something... Uh, the next version of NFTs. Hey, I'm going to sell a song! And uh, anybody can download the song for free, but you can claim to own the song if you pay me like a million dollars. So, psh, you don't own the copyright to it, you can't resell it. But you can pretend like you own this uh, receipt of the song. So, cool. 
Better now debate Jackson Hinkle, Dusty. He'll shout nonsense over anything you say. I would not debate Jackson Hinkle. What would be the fucking point of that? Although I am going to show part of that debate, a little bit of it, where he debated Sam Cedar in a segment coming up. All right, anything else? More Super Chats, please. Hit the like button. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Next up. Corona. Boom, nailed it. And first off, on my Corona, no! Evangeline Lily, hot ass, sexy Evangeline Lily, who I love. I love Evangeline Lily. So cute, back on Lost. Remember, she was the it girl on Lost. But now, apparently, she done lost her goddamn mind. Marvel star Evangeline Lilly attended anti-vaccine mandate rally in Washington to support bodily sovereignty. And, of course, now they changed it up. These are anti-vaxxers, folks, but being an anti-vaxxer is unpopular. So they're like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm an anti-mandate person, but it's the same shit. Uh, she was anti-vaccine, anti-social distancing. She spoke out about it before. This is not the first time Lily has been criticized for her views on public health. In March 2020, she apologized for being insensitive after writing on an Instagram post, business as usual and resisting calls to stay at home during the early days of the pandemic. At the time, she was also living with her father, who was battling stage four leukemia. You know. Somebody who was very at threat for COVID. But why would she behave in any kind of reasonable adult way? Nah. Apparently not the best of Angeline Lilly. And I'm sad, folks, because I loved her when she got her start, which is as the Live Links girl. Remember? Remember when she got her start as the Live Links girl? Tonight? I'm going to do something just for me. I'm going to Live Links. It's the best place to meet local singles, and you can try it for free. Woo. You don't need to go out to have a good time. Just yeah. pick up your phone mm-hmm. and call Live Links. Call her. There are so many fun so many and girls. exciting like singles her. on all the time. You can always connect live with someone local. Mm-hmm. Try Live Links for free and meet someone special yeah. right now. There's try Live Links woo. free. 1-800-210-1010. It's free, y'all. They definitely are going to scam you out of money. And there's all kinds of really hot girls on there waiting to meet you. They look as good as eventually, Lily. You know it's true because this is reality, yo. Yikes. Guys, here. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, awesome. Political correctness is so cool. Uh, did you guys hear about the Freedom Convoy 2022? So apparently, uh, some truckers, not the majority of them, but it's not surprising that there are a lot of truckers in this world who are conservative, who buy into the right-wing talking points, who are Trump supporters, even in Canada, even in Canada, Trump supporters. And apparently, uh, uh, some of them, a few of them decide to have a protest because you can't get into Canada Unless you're vaccinated, which makes complete fucking sense. Lots of countries have vaccine laws. You can't enter unless you're vaccinated against this and that. So truckers, they don't want you to be plague rats and bring your plague ass bullshit to their country. So you got to be vaccinated. So a bunch of these truckers have uh, been uh, astroturfed by rich ass uh, separatist movements and also uh, some white supremacists. Not all of them. We're going to go over it. But some white supremacists have decided to fund this protest. And all these truckers are like, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to go shut down the highways by driving slow and making sure people have even less choice at the grocery store by 
bottlenecking our delivery ways. We'll show you. So the Freedom Convoy 2022 is an ongoing protest against COVID-19 vaccine mandates and passports. Um, and uh, apparently the biggest organization for truckers in Canada is like, yeah, we're not for this. Don't do this. This is a bad idea. This is only going to piss people off and make things worse by jamming up the roadways. We're against it. But they're like, Psh, freedom or whatever the fuck. I don't know. And anyway, fundraising more than $7.2 million Canadian, which is like $38 billion uh, American money. Um, and it was all like uh, anonymous donors and some outside Canada. In Facebook posts on January 26, organizers estimate as many as 50,000 trucks would be participating in the convoys. On his blog, Fox News commentator Sean Hannity reported that the convoy was made up of a 10,000 heavy trucks. And Toronto Sun editor-in-chief Joe Warmington reported that the event may set a Guinness World Record for the largest truck convoy on record. Snopes described the claims as a gross exaggeration, suggesting the total count was likely hundreds. And pointing out that the convoy includes many cars and smaller vehicles. Agent... Agents France Presse also fact-checked the claim as false. The current record is 480 trucks set in Cairo, Egypt in November 2020. And the Freedom Convoy did not submit an application for attempt to setting a new record. So, yeah, they are not trying to set a record. And it seems like, for all accounts, they're not going to. Keep this in mind, because we're going to show Russell Brand, who is the new right-wing darling, lie about this bullshit, as you would expect him to do. Extremism. Ivan Bogord, a researcher for executive director of Canadian Anti-Hate Network, said that there's a wide range of grievances that are bringing people to this thing, but it really is a far right thing. Adding, this convoy is an evolution of what the far right has been doing since 2016. Protesters use Zello chat to communicate. Organizers and leaders of the convoy condemn extremist group and ask that participants report lawbreakers to police. They also state that any extremist was found to be removed from the convoy. Why you guys got so many extremists? Well, it's because you have links to far-right and separatist groups. Shocker. The Facebook page for the convoy has shared content from and listed as an organizer, Wexit co-founder, Yellow Vest Canadian organizer, Patrick King, who has previously hosted counter-protests to anti-racism rallies, shocker, spread COVID-19 misinformation, and spread great replacement conspiracy theories, you know, the white supremacy talking points. Who's surprised? Maverick Party, Tamara Litch, the protest's fundraiser, is secretary of the Maverick Party, a Western separatist group formerly known as Wexit Canada. Oh, shocker. Action for Canada, associated with the Canadian Unity Group inside the Freedom Convoy, Islamophobic and anti-LGBT conspiracy group with web pages about the dangers of political Islam, health consequences of 5G technology, and underreporting of adverse vaccine restrictions. No more lockdowns. Jason LaFace, Canada's Unity's Ontario organizer for the Freedom Convoy, is also a main organizer of No More Lockdowns in Canada, an anti-lockdown and anti-vaccine mandate organization primarily associated with the expelled Ontario MPP, which holds anti-lockdown rallies across Canada. It's all all of this. You know, it's it's uh, the same white supremacist slash Canadian separatist slash anti-vaccine nutjobs. It's really who's behind it and who's bankrupt in this whole shit. It's not the actual organizations that make up the majority of the truckers in Canada, right? So, uh, 
course, Russell Brand. Russell Brand, who's the new darling of the right now. He's like Joe Rogan. They fucking love Russell Brand now. Here's Tim Pool shouting at Russell Brand. Russell Brand's about to be like, how come all the mainstream media are not covering this shit? Even though in Canada, they're covering it heavy as fuck. Now in America, they're covering it a little bit, but they're not covering it a huge amount because it's happening in fucking Canada. And usually mainstream media in America doesn't really heavily cover Canadian news. But uh, instead of being honest about it, instead of talking about how it's really overblown, how many people are involved in it, and uh, providing the truth about it, which is that the supporters, the people putting this forth, are have ties to white supremacy, anti-vaccine, and separatist groups. He's going to blame the mainstream media for not telling the truth. Talk about fucking projection here. So unshocking, Tim Pool, give him a shout out. Let's let's see what Russell Brand has become. It's just so sad. Thought he was gonna be a cool dude, but uh, uh, Canadian truckers are protesting all across their country. Why are the mainstream media not reporting it? Yeah, they're reporting it. You can read about it fucking everywhere, especially in Canadian media. They're actually telling the truth about it. Who the founders are, unlike you, Russell Brand, who is lying about it and not actually reporting the truth. So, huh? Huh. Almost like you're a fucking liar, Russell. For one thing, it will be in the Guinness World Book of Records if it is the biggest ever convoy ever. It won't because you have to put in an application that you're trying to set a Guinness Book of World Record. That's kind of how it all works. Might want to Google that there, Russell. That in itself is a pretty good news story. They'll be appearing next to the bloke with the beard of bees and them chubby fellas in checkered trousers on motorbikes. You remember them and you love them. Here's to the Canadian truckers. Here's to standing up for freedom. Here's to unique ways of protesting and ensuring voices that can't be heard inside the system are heard elsewhere. Please share this around and have a look at my main channel video where we talk about this at length. See you over. Yeah, come reward me for lying to ya. I will spread the same right-wing punk talking points that all the other right-wing shitheads spread. Yay, Russell Brand. So yeah, Temple. Russell Brand is awesome and has a great podcast. Shocker. Millionaire Temple. The number one right-wing uh, influencer in the world. Loves him some Russell Brand. And Temple also is done with COVID, y'all. He's showing store shelves that are empty, and he's like, are we done with COVID, or are we done from COVID? Uh, yeah, you know that a lot of the problems we have stocking the shelves comes from uh, a multitude of things. One factor is that workers no longer want to work for slave wages, and they're having trouble finding people to work these shitty jobs to make the CEOs of these companies trillions of dollars while the rest of us suffer. And also, um, people are sick from COVID. So there's less people to work in these factories and shit because they are breeding grounds for COVID. So yes, COVID has directly caused shortages of shit, but just burying your head in the sand and saying, I'm done with this, not going to magically restock the shelves there, Tim Pool. Maybe you should get a job in the factories and help us out. Show us how it's done, uh, Beanie Baby. And speaking of plague rats, nobody's shot by this one. Former... Alaska Governor Sarah Palin, who has COVID, videotaped eating in a restaurant while she has COVID. Yeah, yeah. don't you all want to go to this restaurant where this woman is unvaxxed and unmasked, just sitting there eating her ass off in this small place? Super cool. 
wonder how she could have possibly have gotten the disease. And all right, that's my Corona section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's go ahead and jump into the next section. See what you guys are saying. All right. E, e upgraded his membership to a PTL hero. Awesome, E. You can upgrade your membership for $9.99, from $2.99 a month to $9.99 a month. And you can become a superhero if you want to do that. All right. No more super chats. Like button. Hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Do it to it. Let's move on. Next section. Pretty long. Little thing I like to call. Beyond's Parody! Which is every goddamn thing on this show. Because all these motherfuckers are Beyond Parody. And first off on Beyond Parody, Joe Rogan back spreading his bullshit. I told you guys this is going to happen. He having Jordan Peterson on. Dumbass word salad Jordan Peterson. The dumb person's idea of what a smart person is. So, uh, He's saying the same bullshit he said before that I already debunked in the show. You guys might remember where Joe Rogan claimed that uh, like the Roman Empire and other empires that fail, they have something in common. As soon as they're about to collapse, they start obsessing over gender. And supposedly that's helping lead to their collapse. That's right, trans people. You're destroying the whole of society. It's all because of you. I can't believe we have to be accepting of trans people and gay people. You're ruining everything. Spotify Joe Rogan and guest Jordan Peterson suggest trans people are a sign of civilization's collapse. Rogan and Peterson also suggest that trans people are a sign of civilization's collapsing. Later in the same episode, Rogan and Peterson suggested that the acceptance of trans people is a sign of civilization collapsing. This bizarre theory has been an ongoing fixation of Rogan. In September 2020, he discussed this claim with the spectators Douglas Murray, moron Douglas Murray, who asserted that trans issues would be seen to be a late empire, a bad sign of things falling apart. Notably, Rogan has repeated this claim several times in episodes of this podcast since, including September 24th, September 15th, and January 20th. During the podcast, Rogan and Peterson speculated on what caused a person to be trans. Peterson asserted that the answer is a sociological contagion. Comparing the satanic ritual abuse accusations that emerged in daycares in the 1980s, referring to the rash of false allegations about supposed occult child abuse that fueled the satanic panic during the 1980s and early 1990s. You know, the bullshit that was almost exclusively spread by Christians trying to freak people out and make more money off of them. Yeah! Isn't that what trans people are doing? Peterson repeated his opposition to Canadians' federal bill C-16, which zero people have been tried under so far, despite what Peterson claimed and threatened would happen. So, uh, shocker, folks! Now, I did this on a previous podcast. All you have to do is Google why a Rome collapsed. It has nothing to do, 0% to do, with transgender people or gender issues or any of that bullshit, but don't let reality get in the way of your stupid right-wing narratives there. And then, folks, then they just went uh, a full global dumbing. Hard to believe this is real, talking about beyond parody. So I was one of the first people to report on this, that Jordan Peterson is a climate change denier. He's been doing this for fucking years. Spreading the work of some of the most popular climate change deniers, uh, poo-pooing any idea that climate change might be caused by human beings. This is like one of his uh, keystone points. He's been making it over and over again. So unsurprisingly, he went on Joe Rogan 
and he spread this bullshit. But his reasoning is even dumber than even I could have possibly imagined. Let's have a listen to stupidity, and then we'll hear from the experts on this issue. Hard to sort. Hard to sort out. The climate change one is a weird one. So that well, one. Well, that's because there's no such thing as climate, right? Climate and everything are the same word. And I, that's what bothers me about the climate change types. It's like, this is something that bothers me about it technically. It's like, well, climate is about everything. So, okay. But your models aren't based on everything, your models are based on. Warming. A set number of variables. Yeah. So that means you've reduced the variables, which are everything, to that set. Well, how did you decide which set of variables to include in the equation if it's about everything? And that's not just a criticism. That's like, if it's about everything, your models aren't right. Because mm. your models do not and cannot model everything. What do you mean by everything? When uh, it means nothing. It's just word fucking solid nonsense. And as Jose says, a classic example of Jordan Peterson asking a question that has an answer, presuming there is no answer, and posturing as if this not at, posturing as if this not having an answer is some sort of deep insight. It's ignorance pretending to be wisdom. Exactly. It's a deepity. Makes no exact sense. I hope no one ever asked Jordan Peterson how's life. He'd be like, Well, how am I supposed to answer a question like how's life? I mean, life contains everything that has ever lived in the history of the planet. Every single cell organism, every animal, every human being, and not just hypothetically on planet Earth, but in the entire universe, all alien life forms, it would include them. And also the metaverse, if there is an unlimited number of universes out there, that would include all life on all planets and everywhere. So how could one answer such a question about how's life without how without having like god godlike omniscience and knowing everything that ever existed in all the multiverses about life just ask the question dumbass it's not that deep jordan peterson so <sighs> unsurprisingly joe rogan just went along with jordan peterson didn't really push back didn't challenge him because uh jordan peterson is like water. He just becomes whatever his guest is. Except for when he doesn't really respect the guest that much, like he didn't really respect Candace Owens. He pushed back against Candace Owens. So watch the difference in ways that he pushes back against Candace Owens that he did not push it back against Jordan Peterson on. Because Jordan Peterson is his daddy. He dare not challenge the all great and wise Jordan Peterson when what he is saying is exactly as stupid as the same shit he challenged Candace Owens for. And you don't I thought, think we have to care about the environment? Like, we, no, no, not even a little bit. Like, not even a little bit. No. Do you, okay. Let me let me clarify this. I don't throw trash on the ground. Like, okay. I'm, I'm not saying like we need to like you know trash the environment. Like, um, but do I believe in climate change? No. You don't believe in climate change. Well, I think the climate always changes. I guess is what I should say. Do I believe that this is like you know an issue that um is being that, that is global warming which they've changed conveniently they got rid of the word once scientists started disproving it now they only say climate climate change um no I, I think that that was just a way to extract dollars from americans i don't at all believe they had no actionable plan it was great for trump to get out of that deal it was terrible okay but this is an incredibly complicated subject right and if you would have to talk to a bunch of different scientists uh -huh. and see really? how they gather data hmm. and see what they understand about co2 levels mm -hmm. and what's don't the say. danger of them right. and what can combat 
it and what uh-huh. could not. Have you done all this, or no. do you so take think, this flippant opinion no, it's, based it's, listen, on the I'm party not, line? This is not. This wouldn't be the hill I died on, right? But it's not about party. I just genuinely, I, I've read a ton about it, but what I would not read? be able to. I would not be able to come to you and say like, this is my strong opinion. But here's like the easiest way to say this, right? Okay. The fact that there is a disparity in the science community about whether or not it's real is enough to it's very little, yep. very little disparity. Yep. Most, but, most, most scientists. Most, the the vast majority, mm-hmm. agree that human beings are negatively affecting climate really? change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The vast majority. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I don't. I just. I just don't think so. You. So you think that the very few scientists that disagree with yeah. the consensus are the ones that are correct? Well, I think if something is. It's it's either subjective or it's objective, and, and there are objective truths, right? But it's subjective if you're saying mm-hmm. that there are some. And I don't think there's very little. There are some that aren't, don't get paid to go on TV. There are some that are not Bill Nye, who mm-hmm. are not funded scientists. In 2014, the vast majority, 87% of scientists, said that human activity is driving global warming. Yet only half the American public public ascribed to that view. So, uh-huh. well, what website? Is 87%. This? And this is Scientific American. Yeah. Yeah. Dot com though, like cause it, that, that means it's it's making money. I don't. I don't trust that. If it was a .org, I would probably take that. But that this is just a random website, and well, I, I don't trust. Well, Scientific American is not necessarily a random website. It's yeah, I don't. I don't believe this like at all. Just so you know, right. you don't believe it like at all. <laughs> <laughs> so where was that Joe Rogan to push back against Jordan Peterson? It's almost like you're a spineless twat who doesn't have the courage of your convictions to actually stand up to your genius guest. When you believe he's some kind of fucking guru, like you clearly do. So, uh, unshocking, unshockling to see spineless Joe Rogan behave that way. So, also unsurprising, the climate scientist came out and said, what the fuck is happening in the world right now? God damn it, this is seriously the number one podcast in the world. 11 million people watch this bullshit. Literally peddling climate skepticism. By this fucking idiot who was not in any way an expert in the field. Leading climate scientists have ridiculed and criticized comments made by controversial Canadian psychologist and author Jordan Peterson during an interview on Joe Rogan's podcast. During a new four-hour interview on Spotify's most popular podcast, Peterson, who was not an expert on climate change, claimed that models used to forecast the future state of the climate couldn't be relied on. Peterson told Rogan that because the climate was so complex... It couldn't be accurately modeled. He said another problem that bedevils climate modeling too, which is that as you stretch out the models across time, the errors increase radically. And so maybe you could predict out a week or three weeks or a month or a year. But the further you, further out you predict, the more your model is an error. And that's a huge problem when you're trying to model over 100 years because the errors compound just like interest. Peterson said that if the climate was about everything, then your models aren't right because they couldn't include everything. But climate scientists have described Peterson's comments as stunningly ignorant and said he had fundamentally misunderstood the concept of climate modeling. Dr. Sarah Perkins Kilpatrick, a climate scientist at the University of New South Wales, Canberra, said Peterson's description of how climate models work was fundamentally wrong. While weather forecasts do become less accurate the further out they go, this was a different process to climate modeling. He seems to think we model the future climate the same way we do the weather. He sounds intelligent, but he is completely wrong. He has no freaking idea, she said. The backlash from scientists comes as Spotify removes the music of veteran songwriter Neil Young after the singer issued an ultimatum to the company. So, doing the same shit 
that they always do. Jordan Peterson, just a right-wing shield. All the same causes, all the same talking points that every other right-wing gifter puts out, Jordan Peterson puts out. You know, transphobia, trans panic, uh, anti-vaccine, anti-global warming. Uh, it's all the same shit, right? So no one's surprised to see Joe Rogan lean in to the right-wing grift and not challenge this bullshit at all. I was talking about it earlier, how a lot of people are canceling their Spotify memberships, which is how the system's supposed to work. This is just capitalism, folks. This is what they told us. Conservatives and uh, libertarians always say, we don't need regulations on the market because the market regulates itself. Because if a company behaves poorly, the consumers just won't buy that product. They will just boycott that company. And in the moment, people actually are like, well, we're not going to pay for Spotify anymore. We're going to cancel our membership because they're spreading harmful misinformation. They're like, oh, my God, cancel culture is destroying the world. You guys don't believe in free speech. No, no, this is capitalism. This is exactly what you guys claim is good. And then when it happens, you turn around and bitch about it. So, uh. Speaking of Jordan Peterson, after he got roundly shit upon and criticized for not knowing what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to climate change, of course, he doubles down on it, puts out this tweet. From a note I sent to some of my compatriots on the Democrat, on the Democratic, read my comments on climate models on Joe Rogan. You all might be wondering about my climate comments. I accept the prognosis of a few degrees warming. I should have made that clear. Uh, yeah, you should have. And a few degrees warming is hellacious. And has incredible reper re repercussions. You might would have, should have mentioned that. And that it's man-made. And that it's been proven scientifically. And that we should do something about it. But that's not what you did, is it, Jordan Peterson? However, the constant beating of the apocalyptic drum is literally demoralizing goofed young people. You done goofed. To death. I received one account yesterday. Oh, great. Antidote. So scientific. I received one account yesterday of a 22-year-old 20, woman who has her tubes tied after being indoctrinated into the too many people on the planet echo disaster cult at university. I mean, there are enough human beings on the planet. If somebody doesn't want to bring another child into this world, isn't that their right? Who are you to tell them they're wrong, Jordan Peterson? I see young men. Oh my God, young men. Young men have it so hard. I see young men all the time driven to self-nullifying nihilism by the moral burden foisted on them by their demented elders in the name of planetary salvation. Yeah, I dare you try to protect the environment and keep catastrophe from happening to your grandchildren. What's wrong with you? And then he's going to go ahead and shit on Greta Thunberg, who seems like an incredibly nice person who's just trying to do the best she can to... Uh, preserve the environment for the future generations, but let's shit on her too. And Greta Thunberg, <laughs> comedy. Conservatives are getting better at it and lefties are nervous. In all her misery, yeah, one of the most miserable people I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like walking death, Jordan Peterson, gonna accuse somebody else of being miserable. Is the poster girl for how a modern youth awakened to the reality of planetary disaster is supposed to behave then God preserve us and forgive us for celebrating her pain. God damn it, this guy's a pretentious asshole. No wonder he gets compared to Red Skull. If the Nazi fits, and then, uh... <sighs> Prepare to be disappointed, folks! This is why you should never have heroes! Edward Snowden! Joining the grift. Edward, this just shows you people can do a good thing 
but they can be an absolute horrible fucking piece of shit human being at the same time. And you can praise them for the good thing they did while recognizing they are trash. Edward Snowden gonna straw man pretend like Joe Rogan is not a problem. Pretend like Joe Rogan has no responsibility for platforming misinformation on the largest podcast in the world. Snowden says, nobody has stronger opinions about Joe Rogan than people who have never listened to Joe Rogan. That's right, climate scientist. I mean, I know that you did watch Jordan Peterson on Joe Rogan, and I know that you did specifically in detail explain the problems you had with what he had to say, but you didn't actually watch it. You don't know what he's talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Edward Snowden knows better than you guys do. Then he went on to say, which is another straw man, but it's also not true. The idea that people are like emerging from their deep caves, eyes blinking against the harshness of a sun whose touch they have never known on a quest to seek specific medical advice from the glory of a white robe Rogan is perhaps just the slightest bit forced. Uh, That is not the claim. The claim is that tons of Joe Rogan's viewers listen to him, believe what he says. And he's spouting the same preconceived notions they already believe, so they are using it to make medical decisions. We know for a fact this is true. Here's a Barry Weinstein doing exactly what you said people are not doing. Brett Weinstein, rather. Strange that the fate of the West may depend on Joe Rogan and the JRE may need our defense, but I assure you both are true. Pharma and its partners know. That is why the heat is being turned up on Joe and Spotify. It's the front line of the war on free speech. Yes, they're acting like he is a guru. And the entire fate of Western civilization is on his shoulder. You lying fucking piece of trash. Edward Snowden. Holy shit. What happened to this fucking guy? And uh, here's another example. Here is an, here's 100% proof that what Edward Snowden just said is not true. So here is UFC fighter Juliana Pena going to explain how she gets her medical information from Joe Rogan. Tons of them are doing it. But see, the reason Edward Snowden is saying what he does is because he doesn't think people like Joe Rogan have any responsibility. He's like, oh, Joe Rogan is just a comedian. Look at his picture. He has a third eye on his head. Nobody's taking this guy seriously. Yes, they are. You fucking fruitcake. No, but that's mean, I listened to the podcast with uh, the two doctors, like back to back. Like mm-hmm. I, I not one's Robert McCullough. Malone and yeah, Peter McCullough. Yes, yes, yes. And I mean that was eye opening for me. Yeah. I'm a massive conspiracy theorist on this whole thing and I have been since the very beginning. I'm like, this is just a money grab. This is they're trying to kill us, you know, and this is ridiculous. Whoa. Yeah, they're trying to kill us, folks. I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast and that's what I walked away with. Yeah, and we're telling no one's taking advice from Joe Rogan, are they? No one's influenced by his podcast. Everybody just laughs it off, don't they? Lying sack of goddamn shit. Fuck off. Gonna piss in my goddamn mouth and tell me it's raining. Your piss ain't that delicious there. And uh, Spotify not having a good week stock-wise. Now, stocks are down across the board everywhere. So I have no idea if this has anything to do with Neil Young or not. But they're down 27% this past month. I, apparently, I have some podcast on Spotify. I've never made any money off of it. I don't even know how to take them off there, but I'm thinking about perhaps taking my um, podcast off of Spotify by leading by example 
I don't know how many of you are actually watching or listening to my podcast through Spotify, but I'll probably remove it before too long. So hopefully you guys will make plans to go to my SoundCloud or something if you want to listen to it. And uh, then, God damn it, this is how fucking shameless they are. And absolutely ridiculous. So the post-millennial, which is Andy Nogo's rag, far-right propaganda outlet. Breaking, Elon Musk voices support for Canadian truckers protesting Trudeau's vaccine mandates. Yeah. All he's doing is trying to own the libs. You know, goddamn good and well, Elon Musk does not care about his workers. He's fought tooth and nail to make sure they didn't unionize, to fight back on any talk against unionization of his workers, not supporting his own workers. He moved to Texas, for God's sakes, to get past the rules and shit. But yeah, when it comes to Canada, something that doesn't affect him, something he has no skin in the game on, yeah, he's going to speak out against it to own the libs. It's naked hypocrisy. We can see right through it exactly what he's doing. Or as Jordan Peterson says, the world's foremost capitalist expressing his support for the working class. He didn't express that same support for his own goddamn workers. You fucking doorknob. They know, they know that the people following them are fucking idiots. Don't have the ability to fucking think for themselves and will eat this kind of ridiculous shit up. Got 20,000 likes for this fucking nonsense. That's who they fucking are. Just craziness. And speaking of crazy, so apparently it is the 20th anniversary. Let's see. Um, oh, here it is. Um, Minnie Mouse at the Paris Disneyland. It's their 30th anniversary. So temporarily, just for the month, they redesigned the character Minnie Mouse and they're going to have her in a uh, pantsuit. That was designed by a uh, Paris fashion icon or something, right? Just a way for them to say, hey, it's our 30th anniversary in Paris. And just to change it up a little bit, she's going to be wearing a uh, a different outfit. No big deal. Just something, you know, silly and little that we're going to do to recognize that it's our anniversary. Cool, right? No problem, right? Nothing anybody should have a problem with whatsoever. Or as Candace Owens says, they're doing this to try to destroy the fabric of society. The same people who claim the left gives a shit about Mr. Potato Head or Dr. Seuss or, you know, Muppets. Oh, my God, the left cares about all this stupid, ridiculous bullshit that nobody should care about. It's actually them who care about all this stuff. It's actually them who always blow this shit out of proportion in order to create fake outrage and distract their listeners because when it comes to the actual policy issues, they have none, or their policies are incredibly unpopular. So they have to distract you with this fake-ass culture war bullshit where they create the problem, blow it out of proportion, in order to keep your mind filled with bullshit so you can't actually think about what's I mean, actually going at- on in our society. Here she is freaking about this absolute fucking non-issue and blaming the left for the problem she created. I mean, look, this is why people don't take these people seriously. They're taking all of these things that 
nobody was offended by. It's like they have to get rid of them and destroy them because they're bored. You know, they're absolutely bored. They're trying to destroy fabrics of our society, pretending that there's issues. So everybody looks over here. Look at Minnie Mouse. Don't look at inflation, Jesse. Look at Minnie Mouse. The world is going forward yep. because you've got her in a pantsuit. Never mind that you can't get anything at the grocery store and you can't buy a piece of bacon unless you've got $30 in your pocket. At least we're addressing the real problem, which is yeah. Minnie Mouse. It's exactly what you're doing. The projection is real, yo. Pretending this is an actual issue no one gives a fuck about in order to scare your listeners. And of course, Fox News eating it up. Grifters got a grift, yo. And Kid Rock is back, yo. And I'm starting to think he might be a hypocrite. So first off, here he is speaking out of rally. I guess this is NASCAR or some bullshit. And apparently Kid Rock is incredibly politically correct. You know, around here, we just say, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden, because we ain't about the political correctness. We're just hardcore shit. We just say what the fuck we want, regardless of who is offended. But Kid Rock is the sensitive type, and he wants to be politically correct. So instead of saying fuck Joe Biden, he says, let's go Brandon, because he doesn't have the actual courage to say what he really thinks. And they're cheering for him like he's not some PC hypocritical dickhead. Me, myself, I'm behold to no record labels, no corporate sponsors. There's nobody I'd lie down for, so I just like to say a big, let's go, Brandon! Woo! Political correctness! Hooray! Super cool! Super duper cool. So, then he released a new song, folks, about how we should fuck Dr. Fauci and chanting, let's go, Brandon, which means fuck Joe Biden. He put out this song that says fuck Fauci and what is tantamount to fuck Joe Biden. And then in the same exact song says we need unity. No self-awareness whatsoever. Hey, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck everything about you. You're a piece of shit, but let's have unity, yo. Why are you so angry? Just so ridiculous. Kid Rock reminds me of, you ever see like a movie where a celebrity plays themselves, but they play like a, uh, a satirical version of themselves. So they're kind of a dickhead in order to kind of poke fun of both themselves and how society views them. And it actually makes them more cool because they're poking fun of themselves by playing this over the top satirical character. But we're all into the joke that they're not actually that way, that they're just cool to make fun of themselves. Well, it's like Kid Rock is doing that, except he's not being satirical about it. It's just beyond fucking parody. So, uh, let me tell you what the song is, folks. First off, the chorus repeats. Shut the fuck up. Rock. The chorus of the song repeats the phrase, let's go, Brandon. Other lyrics in the song include, COVID's near. It's coming to town. We got to act quick. Shut our borders down. Joe Biden does the media embraces. Big Don does it. And they call him a racist. Yeah. Isn't that the reason we call Donald Trump a racist? I mean, it wasn't all the fucking racist stuff he continuously said and did. It's because he shut the borders down due to COVID. Super true. So anyway, uh, let me play just a little bit of the song for you. I heard it, folks. And now you have to, too. Let's jump in a minute to this song. Gonna say, blockbuster stuff, yo. This is not a parody. This is real life. The song is called We the People.
Fuck you, Facebook! Although I'm sure he's going to post this all over Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> he don't really give a shit. Cringe! That's name is Kid Rock. And uh, on a side note, I did a short clip making fun of Kid Rock's last song he did, which is very similar to this, and how uh, Weird Al was making fun of him. That video got seen 30,000 times somehow. Apparently got posted all over Kid Rock fan boards. And so the comments are almost nothing but people shitting on me, calling me an old boomer and telling me that I'm embarrassing and I'm cringe because I use the word cringe and I'm an old guy who makes uh, YouTube videos because apparently YouTube is for the youths. Even though I was one of the uh, first people to make videos on YouTube and it's been around like 20 years and it's actually for boomers now. Nope. Can't make videos on YouTube if you're old. That's just embarrassing, y'all. But it's cool. Like, uh, I talk mad shit about everybody. And when you talk mad shit about people, people are going to talk mad shit about you. Live by the sword, die by the sword. It's to be expected. And folks, conservative superpower is their shamelessness. They know they're fucking shameless and they don't care. They think it's funny. They're trolling. Here's Representative Jim Banks bitching. That Biden got caught on hot mic calling Steve Ducey a stupid son of a bitch. To which he says, have we ever seen a president attack and malign the free press like Joe Biden has? Blink, blink, a blankety fucking blink. God damn it. There's no way that they could be fucking serious. Literally. Every fucking time Trump opened his mouth, it's about how... The media is the enemy of the people. Trump supporters literally destroyed thousands of dollars worth of news equipment on January 6th. They hate the fucking media. How can these people be serious? They're not serious, of course. They're just trolling. That's what politics is all about to conservatives these days. Who control the most? That's what they get rewarded for. It's ridiculous. And, uh... Next up, did you guys see this one? So apparently uh, Hinkle, this guy named Hinkle, so he's like a Jimmy Dore stan. I guess he's supposed to be on the far left, but it's almost impossible to tell these guys from far righters. They're just so ridiculous. They pretend to be on the far left, but they spend all their time shitting on leftists like Elon Omar and AOC. You know, the people who are actually have a chance to progress our politics well, they continuously shit on them and make it to where people are much less likely to support them and the conservatives who run up against them are much less likely to take and maintain power. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose to make sure conservatives have power. I don't know. But anyway, he uh, debated Sam Cedar and it did not go well. First off, he's trying to pretend like Ilan Omar is a sellout. She sold out to George Soros for the big money, yo. Guess how much money it takes to have Elon Omar abandon all her positions, all her morality, and go for the bucks. Spoiler alert, not a lot. And then you And then you're saying that they're getting money from George Soros? Yes. In 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 in, in the form of giving it to the Sunrise movement? No, Elon Omar received direct contributions. How much? From from George Soros, she received. Let me pull it up here. She received uh, between George Soros, Andrea Soros, and Alex Soros. She received twenty seven hundred dollars, fifty six hundred dollars in twenty twenty, and then in twenty eighteen, twenty seven hundred dollars respectively. Okay, all right. I didn't realize she had received twenty seven hundred dollars 
in multiple years. Proof! She a paid shill, yo! She sold our entire country out for $2,700. Oh, God. Oh, God, what a fucking embarrassment. And then here's a clip, folks, where he owns Sam Cedar's show. Threatening Sam Cedar that he gonna mute his microphone. Motherfucker! If you mute Sam Cedar's microphone, it has no effect. Because you own his show. He has all the power. What is wrong with your brain? Leadership vote. Second of all. Play it again. He didn't hear it. Second of all. Play it again. Hold on, Jeff. I'm going to mute you if you play it again. I'm trying to talk about... It's my show, Ding Dong. (laughs) Play it again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You do know that if you mute him, that does not mute it for the audience on Sam Cedar's show, right? Good God, these people, they're so fucking beyond parody, it's hilarious. Oh my God, you almost can't make fun of them, and yet we do it anyway. And folks, 2022 Mad Libs is back, so uh, let's say that you're a military recruiter, and you want the kids to sign up for the military, you know, become part of the meat grinder, sign your whole life away. What is the best way to convince the Utes to sign up? I know we'll go pay the Island boys to do a recruitment video for us. You know, there's a site called cameo where you could just pay anybody. Not me. Cause I'm not on there. I need to get on there though. To say whatever the fuck you want to imagine thinking this was a good idea. The two least likely people on the fucking planet to be in the military, probably less likely than me. And I'm too old to be in the military doing a promo. For the military. This is where the fuck we're at. Good God. Beyond parody. Army recruiter giving out bonuses, paid vacations. And a free college, no money. Hey, invite me right now, Sergeant Thomas. I want to be in the Army. Invite me right now, Thomas. Hey, changing lives, I'm telling you right now, man. Hey, you an island boy, you get with Sergeant Thomas right now. He's helping people right now. He's doing the good, positive things, man, I'm telling you. Because he's a real honorary island boy. We love him. We support him all the way. Yeah, super. We're not being paid to say this. I mean, we are, but we're not saying it just because they're paying it. I mean, we are. But join the military, folks. Dude, the military would hate you guys. You're the last fucking people the military would ever allow in. And recruiters are some of the biggest fucking piece of shits on the planet. They lie to people. They con you in order to get you to sign your fucking life away. What pieces of shit you guys are and what pieces of shit and idiots the military recruiter is. I can't imagine anybody is persuaded by that to go into the military. I hope not. Good Lord, y'all. And next up, from the Beyond Parody Files, so you guys remember how a lot of the anti-vax people are drinking their urine instead of becoming vaccinated? Sure, cool, why not? Why wouldn't you drink your urine instead of doing the one free and easy thing that is scientifically proven to save your life? Drink your urine! So I'm starting to think these people might be stupid? This lady says, I've been doing urine drops in my eyes and holding a glass of urine over my eyes for short durations throughout the day. My eyes are getting red. Hmm, I wonder what could be causing that. And discharging large amounts of pus. That's very surprising. I was wondering if anyone else went through this. 
To which somebody commented, that is called detox. Keep doing it with fresh urine and the redness and discharge will stop. Yeah, the problem is you're not putting enough urine in your eyes. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking maybe putting my own pee in my eyeballs is a bad idea. They're getting red. They're hurting. They're pussing. But nope. More urine is the solution to this. That's just crazy enough to work. Get on it. Woo. And last up. Oh, beyond parody. <laughs> They're so stupid. How can they even be this fucking dumb? Samira Khan says, Biden, you should be afraid of taking on Russia. Your they them army wouldn't last 10 minutes, uh, to which somebody pointed out, not to split hairs, but an army is they them. Like, that's just how you refer to a groups of people. That's right. They are going to war. Who's going to war? Them. That's how the pronoun works, you fucking moron. God damn it. You know they're kind of rooting for Russia, too. Never thought I'd see conservatives cheer for Russia against the American military. But that's where we are in 2022. It's all crazy all the time. But all right, that's my Beyond Parody section. Hell yeah. Let's check the Super Chats, and then we're going to jump into some Chud Watch. Military needs to hire the Allen Boy, Dusty, to do Yavon in Norjay stuff. Hey, it's the island boy Dusty. Join the military, y'all. I'm sure they won't fuck you over and lie to you completely like they do everybody else. I mean, yeah, they've ruined so many lives before. And yeah, they're going to send you over to get shot out by people who you've never met, don't know anything about, who think you're the enemy because you invented the country. But trust us, yo. We love our recruiters, island boys. If the draft started up again, I'd just go to jail. Luckily, I'm just too old for that. So fuck that. Damn, Kid Rock is still mentally stuck on that Fat Farm show stage in 2000. Kind of sad, but he's making bank, yo. He's getting millions of views. He's uh, pandering to the MAGA crowd, and they're rewarding him for it. You can read the comments on my video I made about it and see that for yourself. So he's just grifting. I think Midget is pejorative, but Dwarf isn't. I thought Dwarf I thought dwarf is also. I thought they want to be called Little People. I don't know. I'll call you whatever the fuck you want to be called. Just let me know. Team Neil Young and Johnny Mitchell, two legends that will forever stand the test of time. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't listen to their music, but they seem cool. Rogan is the hill Spotify will die on. Hopefully, that would be nice. $5, Sean Fisher. Thank you. Najee, tricked by their demented elders. God forbid young people actually believe we should do something about climate disaster. Yeah, unlike being tricked by Jordan Peterson. He was not in any way a demented elder, is he? Snowden knows the political winds will inevitably shift to far-right fascism. He's trying to get public opinion in his favor for exoneration. Yeah, he's like uh, Julian Assange. I don't think Julian Assange should be in jail for the WikiLeaks stuff, but that doesn't make him a good person. He's not a good person. He's garbage. That Joe Rogan hypocrisy was glaring. Thanks for pointing it out. Hey, no problem. That's what I do, Daniel. Selenia, $20. Very generous. Peterson is closeted. Google the... Google the of him to makeup done by his daughter. It's drag queen makeup. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. He went all drag. Raven Fielder, $50. Woo! Very generous. I appreciate your pair, Raymond Fuller. Hero, Raymond Fuller. I started estrogen on Tuesday. Well, congratulations, Linda. Next, I will get facial feminization surgery. Two of the years, I will get a shiny new J. Hell yeah, congrats. Godspeed on all that. Sam Humphrey, keep up the good work, Dusty. We need more people like you. Russell Brand was strong voice progress here in the UK, and he has dismantled his efforts quicker than I could ever imagine. Very sad. Man, I've been calling out Russell Brand for years. He's been talking that gobbledygook, hocus-pocus, 
bullshit forever. He's always been ridiculous. Peterson babbling is pointless. That depends on what you mean by babbling. I mean, he's definitely popular in his crowd. Hate to see it. And the G. The left has been calling out JP and Rogan for a while, but since they're doing anti-vax crap, now the libs want to pay attention. Yeah, I took so much shit. I've been doing it for years and years and years. People be like, Dusty Peterson's not even on the right. Why are you claiming he's on the right? I guess because I'm not a fucking moron. Wow, benzos are a hell of a drugs. Buckaroo benzo. Celestial Angel, money for you, Dusty, since you had to listen to some of this stupid. I heard the Peterson stuff already. And just wow, yep, I suffer from my art. Hit the like button, everybody. Hunky Dory is my favorite Billy Idol album. Hunky Dory, Hunky Dory, Hunky Dory. I don't know why when I sing Billy Idol, it sounds like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. It's supposed to sound like Moni Moni, Moni Moni, but it sings like Turtles in a Half Shell. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. Super Package of the Bell. What? What? Yes. My week has been made. E, the greatest human in the history of mankind who I love. God damn it. Such good news. I'm destroying civilization. Cool. Why? Why, Sophia? God damn it. Think of the children. Great children out as always. You ain't never lie, best how. Thanks for joining me tonight. Anything else pop up? Dusty, please give a shout out to my girlfriend, Olivia. What's up, Olivia? Call me. She's five months sober today. That sounds awful. I'm proud of her. Also, please tell her to stop farting. Let her fart. If she don't fart, she's going to explode. Love what you do and what you stand for. Hey, $25. Very generous. Thank you, Ray Fuller. Love you back. All right. Hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Otherwise, I hate you. And next up, going to do a little chud watch. If you know the words, sing along. Chud Watch, talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Yeah, we do. Beautiful. And first off on Chud Watch, raise your hand if you're shocked. Trump lawyer pleaded the fifth to 146 riot panel questions. Huh. Remember Trump? The only people that take the fifth are the mafia. Only people that are guilty. And yet everybody in Trump's universe taking the fifth. But like I told you guys time and time again, Trump supporters, MAGA people, they don't actually care. It's different when Trump does it. They love his hypocrisy. It's always a different set of rules for them. Do as they say, not as they do. And uh, I was going to show you guys this video. Fuck. I didn't. I, I flaked. Let's see if this video was here somewhere. Uh, the governor of West Virginia showed his dog's butthole in order to own Bette Midler. Um, maybe I'll skip. Anyway, basically, he bragging about how good West Virginia doing. And he showed his dog's butthole, and he says, this is what I'd say people like Bette Midler, who said we couldn't do it, to which Bette Midler says, what the fuck you talking about? Let's look at West Virginia. They're 47th in healthcare, 45th in education, 48th in economy, 50 in infrastructure. Uh, you're doing bad, dude. You're doing it real fucking bad. What are you celebrating? Leave it to conservatives to do a complete fucking shit job and then pretend like they're heroes who are incredibly successful and use that as a catalyst to own the left with. Who believe in this shit? It ain't me. 
Good on you, Bette Miller, who I normally don't like, but good on you. And folks, did you guys hear about booger-eating Nick Fuentes, leader of the far-right white supremacy group, the Groypers? People are messaging me every time I do a video calling him a white supremacist. Like, Dusty, he's not a white supremacist. Bullshit, he ain't. So anyway, he's got his own platform now called Cozy TV. And if you're wondering, is this platform racist and homophobic and uh, sexist? Yes. You don't believe me? Just listen to him. He'll what tell you himself. What is Cozy TV? Like, how, how do you get on Cozy TV? Uh, well, we're rolling it out. We're bringing on streamers every week. So we got, we did three last week, three this week. We're going to do three next week, the week after that, and so on. We'll probably bring on a ton of people in December. This is just the beta test right now. Beta. Why it's do you want to It's pretty cool go so there? far. I like it. Super cool. I know. Like, yeah, like, like the way the entire website's set up, like it looks pretty professional. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with the website. I'm just wondering why you let people like on who I, I just, yeah. I, I, but maybe I just misunderstand. Well, I, I'm I'm feeling like it's That's more like America. a free speech, free speech website. I I'm thinking you can say whatever you want; doesn't matter. Am I am yeah. I right or wrong, Nick? You're correct. You're correct. Yeah, it's free speech, no censorship. We are anti-gay, anti-woman, anti-black, anti-Semitic. Oh God. That's basically yeah. The holy thing, shit! Because everything else like... is every other way. But that's Holy the only shit, way that America will be the future. That's right, folks. Just saying it out loud. Anti-black, anti-gay, anti-Semitic. Super cool. So, uh, makes it a little awkward. This guy wants to become the first Indian gro groiper. These are the uh, One America people, is that what they're called? bragging about how awesome Nick Fuentes is and how they want to be part of his organization so bad. The way they're trying to... Super cool. The way they're trying to characterize, of course, Lord, is that, uh, you know, the Groyper movement is some kind of dangerous domestic terror organization or, or is, or, you know, they, they're taking a page right from the, uh, the Southern Park Law Center or the ADL or Right Wing Watch and these other ridiculous uh, protagonists. You know, they, uh, they're trying to uh, characterize the Groypers as everything uh, other than what they really are, which is a, a resurgent movement of Christian men, yeah. white Christian <laughs> men at that, because of the oppression that's happened, because of the uh, the lack of education, lack of mentorship. It's an entire movement. It's not just young guys; it's old guys too. There's some there's some uh, honorary gorpers, right? You're you're considered to be a a gorper queen. Gorpers can't be girls. You're not like a gorper commander. No. I've been assured that you're a gorper commander. I'm I'm a strong ally. I, I'm hoping to be the first Indian gorper. I think that would be. Maybe a, a right. title. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, super cool. I want to be an Indian white supremacist. God damn it, we're doomed. Conservatism, this is what you guys are all about. Love to show you for it. And Laura Loomer, she can't believe that the leopards eating my face party that she voted for is now eating her face. What? Nick Fuentes is like, I trust Gab because Gab is run by a faithful Christian and not some Judeo-Christian either. A Christian. To which Laura Loomer says, uh, the idea that you can't trust someone who is Jewish is quite absurd. I've been on Gab since it was created. I send donors. 
I've also taken lawsuits against Google. Why are you guys shitting on Jews? It's almost like you're anti-Semitic white supremacists. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what they are, Laura Loomer. They're not making any bones about it. They've been very clear, yet you support them anyway. That's sort of a you problem. She goes on to say, I would not stand for this claim that only Christians are loyal to America. Well, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You still going to suck that tit because it's the same group that you grift off of? I'm Jewish and I'm a United States citizen. I am loyal to my country. I defend your right to say what you want, but just because you say it doesn't mean it's accurate. I can't believe they're shitting on you now. Who could have possibly seen this coming, Laura Loomer? Who? And folks, Laura Ingram is totally not mad at Saturday Night Live for mocking her. You know how you can tell she's totally not mad from this clip of her doing the same accent that Kate McKinnon did of her on Saturday Night Live? Super not mad, yo. Taking it really well. Laura Ingram. The reason I like Kate McKinnon, I have so much respect for her as a talent. She's so even-handed in her political commentary, but seriously, think of all the low-hanging fruit provided by Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, little PDB and the squad on a near-daily basis. I mean, I think this is kind of comedy gold, don't you? Yeah, definitely she's the one that is uneven-handed with her criticism, politically speaking. Right, Laura Ingram? Totally not mad, yo. She loves it. And meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, this is kind of a cringe little bit. It's, uh, I guess, a digital billboard out here that says Republicans need to get their heads out of their asses. Resist! Resist! Cringe. Then it goes on to say, Donald Trump, make America great again, which is cringe. But like, at least they're not racist. Like, at least one thing I'll give them. Resist your choice, period. It's still cringe. Got Dr. Donald Trump. But I mean, at least they're not racist. So there's lots of, why this bit? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Folks, not all conservatives are racist. But all racists are conservative. I live in Mississippi, and I can tell you that... For 100% sure, all the goddamn racists here love them some MAGA. I wonder why. I wonder what the correlation is. Huh. It's a mystery. And Judge Napolitano. Isn't that a type of ice cream? I don't know. Anyway, the same crew that continuously tells us, take responsibility. Don't blame other people for your problems. Lift yourself out by your bootstraps. Once again, never taking any responsibility for anything. Here they are, instead of blaming the Trump supporters who caused January 6th, who we all saw, I documented it. Here they are, blaming the FBI for it. About this to a degree before about deep state involved here, because look, the FBI, if, the, if these were FBI informants, well, we know there were an FBI informants there, but if, if right. this was to the extent that you're talking about potentially, then, then this happened on January 6th. Technically, President Trump's still in office on that day. So this was an FBI under his administration. But obviously, we're talking then some sort of deep state uh, plot. What's the motive potential, potentially uh, behind some of this then? To, to put it's the FBI... Probably the same, it, it's probably the same motivation behind the behavior of the FBI and the intelligence community, which for four years, for four years, tormented Donald Trump and did everything they could to drive him from office. Uh -huh. At this point, 
They, they want to make the end of his term in office so radical and violent. No, I'm just suggesting this now. Sure, I don't know this to be so. I don't know. I'm inferring it from the evidence uh-huh, that the public wouldn't vote uh, for him in 2024. What other motivation could they have? He only had two weeks left in his presidency. Why put him through this? Yes, folks. After Trump already got voted out of office, the FBI staged January 6th to make sure people wouldn't vote for him. Even though the election was over and people had already voted. It just makes sense. It definitely wasn't Trump people that did it. It couldn't be. They're such nice, caring people. Gotta be the FBI, yo. And Jesse Lee Peterson giving me yet another example why I don't go on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, even though his producer has begged me multiple times to go on there. Jesse says, so Joe Biden wants to appoint a liberal to, to SCOTUS. Black women, especially mothers, are at the root of everything wrong with the black community. The black woman's anger and destruction is unparalleled. We don't need that type of person in the highest court of the land. No way, Jose. Yep. This is why I don't go in there, folks, because when you go on Jason Lee Peterson's show, no matter how good you think you are debunking what he says, you're making him money. You're helping provide fodder for him for his fans to make fun of that give him more subscriptions, more likes, more bank. Why would you help this piece of fucking shit? Why? Like, I I couldn't live with myself if I thought that I helped make a motherfucker like this more money. It would bother me. I don't understand why it doesn't bother more people to be involved with his bullshit. Let his content dry the fuck up by not having anybody on his goddamn show, in my opinion. That's just me. And, uh, Glenn Greenwald back to embarrass himself further. So you guys know who P- Peter Douchey is? He's that uh, idiot right-wing journalist who always asks the dumbest fucking questions of Joe Biden and the press secretary. Just ridiculous stuff. Try gotcha questions that are just stupid. But of course, Glenn Greenwald got to defend him. Always got to double down on the right-wing grift. Solidarity with Peter Douchey and with press freedom. This kind of language against journalists is not okay, said the guy who had no problem with Donald Trump's incessantly calling the media the enemy of the people and literally causing violence against the news media, which he reported many times before. Peter Douchey is doing his job as a journalist, holding powerful political officials accountable, asking the tough questions. Literally no tough questions are asked by Peter Douchey. They're the most ridiculous, easy to slap down bullshit that makes him look bad. But got to spread that right-wing narrative, huh, Glenn Greenwald? For that, he is demeaned and verbally assaulted by the most powerful politician of the country in public, possibly inciting violence by his fall. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Isn't Joe Biden calling him a stupid son of a bitch going to cause him violence? Not Donald Trump continuously calling the press the enemy of the people. The most dangerous thing on the planet. That was fine, right? No violence going to be had, even though we've seen it. We saw it happen. We saw them attack the press, destroy their equipment. Crickets from Glenn Greenwald. God damn, what a fucking ridiculous shill. How does that guy sleep at night? I guess on piles of fucking cash. That would be my clue. And, uh, the fuck's this guy's name? Um, uh, the fuck's his name? I can't remember. Anyway, oh, Matt Walsh. It says that right there in the big side. <laughs> Reading Matt Walsh. Dude who works for the Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro's rag wants you guys to know that, hey, you know what the best way to find a woman is? Arranged marriage. 
It's very hard to find a woman. Otherwise, especially American women, they're picky. They want a guy who actually uh, is not a complete fucking piece of shit. And we just can't compete in a world where we're expected to be decent. So we need our mommy and daddy to arrange us a woman who can't say no. It totally works. Meanwhile, there are far too many choices. So the modern dating scene is what happens when every beggar becomes a chooser. Everyone is lonely and desperate for companionship, but the field is so flooded with options. There's such a surplus that you begin to feel like, kind of like I feel when I'm in the condiment aisle at Walmart trying to buy mustard. And there are 197 different types of mustard. And though all I want is just regular mustard, the overwhelming array of options paralyzes me. And I'm just standing there (laughs) slack-jawed, questioning whether I should be settling for just regular mustard when I could be getting gourmet. Just buy mustard, you fucking idiot! It's not that hard! Good God, how do you even live? John, whole grain, honey, French, yellow, spicy brown, white, yellow, German mustard instead. All of modern life is plagued by this problem. Everything is plentiful and can be obtained effortlessly and cheaply. But it's too plentiful and too effortless and too cheap. So you can turn on your TV and watch literally any movie that's ever been made, Uh any TV show that's ever been produced. Right. And yet, how many nights have you wasted scrolling through the infinite catalog and then settling on reruns of, you know, The Office because there's nothing else to watch? None. Well, there's plenty to watch. It's just that you can't settle on any one thing because your awareness that there are billions of other possibilities gives you anxiety. It doesn't. I just watch whatever I want to. Peacekeeper. Highly suggest The Peacekeeper. One of the best shows to come out this year. John Cena. I can't believe how much he's fucking killing this shit. Makes me mad. Makes me mad how good he's doing. Because I don't want to like him. And yet, he's forcing me to. Fuck you, John Cena. And it makes it so that you can never be sure that you're choosing the absolute best option. Which means that often you don't choose anything at all. So dating is like this. Whereas before you had only the eligible single people in your town to choose from, now you have the entire internet. You're not confined by geographic boundaries or any other boundaries. Good. The result, ironically, is paralysis. Now, on the complete opposite end of this spectrum are arranged marriages. Instead of a boundless, never-ending buffet of options, a young person in a culture that practices arranged marriages will be assigned just one, and they don't even make the choice. Their families just pair them up and say, here you go. There's far less freedom and far less autonomy in a system of that sort, but Uh it is without a doubt superior to our system. (laughs) We we would be happier. Every person in the dating scene right now would be happier if they were just matched up with someone against their will. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Of course, it's hard to tell if they're trolling or they're serious or not, folks, because everything they say is just bullshit. All they have to say is, I was just kidding, they're trolling. Their words mean absolutely fucking nothing, but obviously this is really, really fucking stupid. Can only imagine what I would have ended up with if my mama picked the person for me. No thanks. She'd probably be unvaxxed and I'd be dead. And uh, we're going to skip this one. About to head into overtime. Overtime. Did you guys hear about Matt Gates? Apparently, the Florida shock jock who is uh, key to the Matt Gates trial has pled guilty and is going to be testifying against Matt Gates. Apparently, he uh, was there and knows for a fact that Matt Gates was told that he had sex with an underage girl that he paid for the sex and uh, gonna testify. So cool. I'll cover that when more happens, but good luck, Matt Gates. Where you at, Q? Gonna have somebody testify 
that Matt Gates knowingly had sex with an underage girl and Q won't give a fuck, just like they didn't give a fuck, that Donald Trump hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. It's almost like they ain't about shit. And I was going to talk about the don't say the gay bill in Florida. I guess I'm going to skip that one. They're trying to make even talking about the existence of gay people in schools illegal where the teachers can be sued. Just like talking about the racist history of our country can get you fired. They want to propagandize the children while at the same time claiming the other side wants to propagandize the children. It's some really scary, horrific 1984 bullshit. Uh, Did you guys see this one? (laughs) So uh, this is Zuby. Remember Zuby? He is the conservative rapper. I need bigger fingers for air quotes for rapper. Um, So remember how they're always telling us, we hate the liberals are trying to propagandize and indoctrinate our children. Uh, The same people that send their kids to vacation Bible school to be indoctrinated with the fear of eternal torture if they don't remain loyal and give all their money to a cult. Well, anyway, they got a new cartoon out, folks, and uh, apparently it's funny. Zuby says, up until the age of eight, I refuse to watch anything but cartoons. So today I'm happy to announce my partnership with Total Twins TV, the first cartoon series to teach kids principles of freedom and economics and be funny. Yeah, because if there's something that's incredibly hilarious, it's economics. The kids are going to love it. Watch the first five episodes at YouTube. So let's have a listen and see how hilarious this is. And uh, this is the trailer for it. So, you know, they picked out all the funniest goddamn parts of this. To prove how hilarious it is. Grandma, are we in heaven? I don't know. I've only been to the other place. Congress. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are going to love that joke. Give me some skin, Derek. So the invisible hand really is just a bunch of people trading with each other to make things that no single person could make on their own. Ah, well put, well put. Copyright Adam Smith. <laughs> what? The Get on! All right, they hate communism. Finally, a cartoon brave enough to stand up against communism. I've upset a lot of Soviets. Who hasn't? (laughs) (laughs) I just busted a nut in a bad way. And uh, one more, folks. On the Chud Watch. Uh, Here's a great example of laying down with dogs and getting fleas. Milo who has then nothing but spread uh, Q propaganda, been on that MAGA tip since day one, I guess. He's deciding he wants to jump off the Q anonymous conspiracy theory bullshit because at this point, it's beyond fucking embarrassing. It was always embarrassing. But now, after years and years and years of them making predictions that haven't come true, even Milo is abandoning ship. Milo says... If you're still a Q believer, 
Please kill yourself. Many thanks. Uh, dear YouTube censors, I am not advocating anybody kill themselves. I am not suicidal. I do not believe the message put it out by Milo. Please do not ban this video. Don't kill yourself. Nobody kill yourself. This is Milo saying this. To which somebody responded, how about we kill you instead? Hmm. Oh, what? What? Yeah, yeah. There's your crowd, Milo. That's the people you decided to associate with. Good luck. Good luck on all of that bullshit. And folks, one more section. Going to do a short Karen section. Hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Hit the like button. No excuse. Do it. Hugh Allen says, it is literally that bad for his mom to pick his wife. His mom already picks his clothes. I know, right? Just fucking pathetic. The dude is fucking petrified of choosing mustard. So I can understand how female relations would be overwhelming for him. Somebody help that dude out. Sedona Rose, R9. Thank you, Sedona. 489 again from Sedona. Appreciate it. I hit the like button. Psh, why? It helps me out. You should love it. Django Fett, $4. Thank you, Django. Dusty, please give a shout out. I read that. All right. Last chance to get into your super chat. We're going to do some overtime. So if you love overtime, and you know you do, reward me for overtime. Hell yeah. You know why? Because. Bitch, you're caring too much. And first off, on the Karen Cavalcade tonight, imagine being such a garbage human that you go to Disneyland and make sure nobody can ride the ride because you won't put your mask on. Imagine holding everybody up because you're so selfish. Imagine spending all your time and money spending on Disneyland only to get thrown the fuck out and banned for no reason. Everybody hates you. Poor children. Our children look sad. They're like, why is everybody yelling at you, mommy? Because your mama's a fucking asshole. Because she won't do the adult thing and put her fucking mask on, which are the rules. The employees don't even have a goddamn choice. They can't get moving till your mama puts her fucking mask on. Idiots. And folks, all masculinity is not toxic. There are some very, very good beneficial forms of masculinity. When we say toxic masculinity, we're talking about specific types of masculinity that are bad for society and especially bad for men themselves. We're not trying to hurt men by calling out toxic masculinity. We're actually trying to help men who have an incredibly high suicide rate. Prime example here, folks. Apparently, this guy decided to follow another fellow home because of road rage. Look how insecure this guy is. Do not be this guy. Can't control your emotions. Can't control your anger. Have something to prove to total fucking strangers. I don't believe in the whole alpha beta thing, but you can't get any more beta than this behavior. He's so angry. He can barely control himself. Look. He's about to freak the fuck out. He can't even Hi. sit still. Please wait. 
It may take me a moment to answer. You see me? You better fucking remember my fucking face when I answer this fucking door before I break this shit down. I'll break this shit down and fucking throw your fucking head off. Answer that fucking door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, enjoy your uh, anger management courses that are going to be court ordered for you and your destruction of property. Bad life decisions, you fucking moron. And one more, folks. Sad to say, so uh, imagine going to a library and harassing and yelling at the old librarians who are just doing their job, just following the fucking rules. The people who are both heroes on the front lines and also the ones most acceptable of dying from plague rats like you. And you're there harassing them. I want to take a video and ask why you won't let me sign up. No, this is your choice to do this. This is this is serious. I'm here with my daughter. We just want to use the library that we have the right to use. And you guys won't let us do this because I'm not putting a mask on. That is our library board policy. You have to have a mask on. Yeah, but you can make the personal choice to that's say some, it's not a big deal. I mean, I see you have two masks on, so you clearly think it's a big deal, but... That is a policy we have to abide by. No, you don't. You're making the choice. And just acknowledge that. I'll leave here, but just acknowledge that you're making the choice. I am just following the library. You're just following orders, and that's the problem. It's the problem with all of this. You really ought to think about that. It's a shame. It's a shame. He's breathing Seriously. hard. <laughs> You're following orders. It's a shame. He's winded. He's so mad and nervous. Trapped like you're some kind of fucking hero, but you're not. Are you the baddies? Yes, you are. The exact type of plague rat who makes her more likely to die. Fuck off. And one palate cleanser to finish this up with tonight. My show is depressing, so prepare to be cleansed, my children. These people are in the year 3000. They've already passed us by a millennium or so. They got it figured the fuck out. They called their dentist office. Deleted? What? What? Why was this deleted? Why? It wasn't deleted right before I went online. God damn it. God, oh, here we go. Dentist near me. Fucking genius. Because, you know, people type that into Google. Hey, find the nearest dentist near me. And it pops up first. That's just crazy enough to work. Genius, genius marketing. I don't know if this is real or not, but I'm going to pretend like it is because it makes me happy. Love it. And all right, folks, that's my show. We're going to do a little kitty part in a second after we read the super chats and all that bullshit. Folks, if you love what I do, help me. I'm making $1,631. I show how much I make. I'm not hiding it from you. I'm honest. So reward me. Become a patron. Patreon.com for us. That's podcast. I only make money off the show for my patrons and the super chat people. So help me out. And help out what we do here at the Human Society of Missable Animal Sanctuary. 
where you're about to see all these fat-ass spoiled cats that we help. Do it, Cal Rap. Spoil them dogs and cats. I will. Thanks you, Cal Rap hero. Thank you. Thank you, John Jordan. Hit the like button before you go, folks. Please hit the like button before you go. Even though you don't love crypto, bros, Dusty, I love you. Well, I mean, I love the crypt. I love you guys, but I don't like crypto because it's mostly a pump and dump scam. It's a great way for you to lose their life savings. It's gambling. As long as you admit it's just fucking gambling and it's bad for the environment. Sure. As long as you're honest about it. Cool. Great episode. Hey, thanks, Ray Fuller. You're a great person. Hugh Allen, is it really that bad for mom to pick his wife? I already read that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Time for Kitty Party. You guys ready for this bullshit? All right. Let's make the screen big. Bigger, 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 bigger. Boom. Full screen. Scroll over. Boom, boom. Showed you guys my room too much. Hell no. Boom. All right. Let's get this fucking out. Oh, they know. They know. They know it's time for the kitty party. Cause all my cats love the kitty motherfucking party. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, you little spoiled assholes. Love the treats. Love the treats. Right on my bed. Cause I'm nasty like that. Nasty. Yeah, I pour it right on your head. I pour it right on your head. That's what you get. That's what you get. All right, tonight on the kitty party, got Miss Fat Tana, Miss Katana. She's still with us. Got Mr. Uh, penguin. He looks like a penguin. Half stash, everybody's favorite half stash. Got a pretty boy over here, Mr. Pretty Boy. Can't see Miss uh, Cece. Cece's over here, can barely see her head. And uh, all right, one, two, three. Oh, we got Miss Violet here, Miss Little Black Violet back here. A rare ass skitty. She make an appearance tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven cats tonight. Hell yeah. Amazing kitty party. We did it. We did it. What the fuck did I do at the top? What did I do with the time to this? Where the fuck is it? Here it is. Get the fuck out of the way, Katana. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Folks, gonna be back on Monday. It's only a couple days away. The world's greatest show coming back at you. We do this every Monday and Friday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. So be sure to tune in. If you don't, I hate you. So you don't want me to hate you, folks. You want me to love you. And... I will. If you'll just tune into the show, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you tell everybody about the greatest show on earth. Make sure you leave comments because when you leave comments, the YouTube algorithm loves it. So if you're watching this on replay, leave a comment. That would be super cool of you. Ray Fuller, $50. Thank you, Ray Fuller. The only fat cats I support. Hell yeah. They're the only ones that deserve it. I love you, Dusty. I love you, Daniel Roman. Good to see you. See you guys soon. Have a good weekend out there. I love the fuck out of you. And as always, till next time, Logic, fuck yes, gonna play a little uh, chill, an original song by Dusty Smith to play us out, available on my SoundCloud. Link in the description of the video to my SoundCloud, where all my music is available for free. See you guys on Monday. Have a good weekend, you fucking studs.